Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. With the big, bold flavour of HP sauce, making breakfast legendary. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text the show on 81215. That's 81215. Follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio. Email the show via the Absolute Radio website. There now. All my housekeeping is done in a little gobbit at the front of the show. Lovely. Mm. So, uh, thank you very much. Congratulations to Van Morrison, who is now Sir Van Morrison. Mm -hmm. I tell you what, he's done well for himself. He has. Is it Sir Lenny Henry? It is, and Lenny Henry mm. said, that, see, this isn't for me, this is Sir fa- Henry, Frank, sounds a bit like a 70s ventriloquist act. Mm. I don't like it. Sir Henry? Yeah, it's just a bit wrong. Well, it's Sir Lenny, though, isn't it? Oh, is it? Okay. <laughs> I think oh, yeah. they go for the first name. Okay. No, but he said everyone who has um, done anything for Comet Relief shares in this award. So, I could call myself <laughs> Sir Frank. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah, but when I say, when do I, when do I get it? Like, you know, when, I, when do the I mantle. get to wear it? <laughs> mantle mm, so, yeah, Then we find out. So, um, I think, is it raining? Is this what it's come to? We start, I'd we're like, starting with the weather on I'd today's like to thank the police, everyone. <laughs> what, I'm set, what I'm setting up is, is I, I went to the seaside this week and I'm oh, trying to set, set up. up... I'm setting up the contrast, you see. Oh. Lovely setup, mm, seamless. Yes. Oh, I see. Well, it would have been. How is the... How's your week been, Sorry Frank? to ruin your joke, Frank. <laughs> it wasn't a joke. It <laughs> was scene it setting. <laughs> um, how was the seaside, Frank? Oh, it was lovely. <laughs> I, um, I went to Whitstable... Which, if you don't know, is in Kent. Oh, yeah. And, um, oh, man. I'll tell you the first thing. The parking was absolutely impossible. <laughs> on Partridge, is it raining? The parking? <laughs> no, but I drove round the town. It's I was upsetting, on, I, isn't it? I was on my seventh or eighth circuit yeah. of the town. No, I feel your pain. You know when you start to get that feeling in your stomach that might not be anywhere there at all? <laughs> I can't leave this car just anywhere. Did I tell you about when yeah. I went, when I lived in Birmingham, a mate uh, drove us, we're going to go to, the Ox- for, to Oxford for the day, and he drove us to Oxford. Yeah. And we drove round and round, he couldn't find a parking space anywhere. And he went, off, oh! And he, he drove us back to the <laughs> <laughs> With me sitting in complete silence on the way back, because I was too frightened to speak. He was so furious, he just completely gave up. And every time I have a moment like that in Whitstable, I have that, that flashes before me. Yeah. Am I just going to turn round? I relate to that, I'd do that, I think. Oh, no, you can't do that. You know what I'm enjoying about this is just the visible excitement on the cockerel's face <laughs> as he saw you mentioned parking. Yeah, I, just want to get to, I really want to get forensic about the far- parking problems of no, the Whitstable. But, but speaking about parking, what about when you actually find somewhere? I mean, <sighs> it is oh. like it's better than being knighted. Yeah. <laughs> It is it's amazing. <laughs> because it's more, somewhat more real and practical about I mean, it. The papers have overlooked that for today, haven't they? Frank we... Skinner finds parking space. <laughs> they've overlooked I know. that. Frank, I'm... do you put the what I call the possessive indicator on <gasps> to say this is mine, no no other brothers coming near Well, I got, I, got in, I got in close on this. But the thing is, it was one of those when it was old couple about to leave. Well, oh. that, can, that can mean anything. <laughs> Really, we couldn't get the sandwiches out, couldn't we? I, I bet you I was there. I'm no kidding. I was there, I bet, eight minutes while they were... <gasps> while they remembered how to drive again. <laughs> That's what it felt like. The, uh, have you got... Get the manual. <laughs> Is that the gear? That's the gears, isn't it? It felt like that. 
But they pulled out and I went into the space. I, honestly, I can't <laughs> tell you the, the elation. I did, I felt rich. Talking about it now, reliving it now, I'm quite emotional. Right. <laughs> did you give them a little wave as they emerged? Did, I was sick of them by then. <laughs> and did you stay alerted on the seven mile walk to the centre of Whitstable, or was it just like, was it a space that was pretty handy? Was no, it? I, I just. Well, he hasn't even talked us through well, the no, space insertion yet. No, but the, the joy. The, oh, well, I tell you what, I, I went formal. I went, I went, I went in head first <gasps> into the space. Rogue. Whoa. Yeah, now. Why? Why so? Because Big I'd space. waited so long. I just wanted to get in there before oh, the something excitement. else happened. I understand. I, d I, I don't... I mean, I'm a big fan of reversing in, but I rarely have the courage. I thought about reversing in and just lost my nerve at the last minute. Mm. For me, reversing in is like doing a degree. <laughs> because, you know, deferred gratification, do you know yes. the idea yes. of that? You put all the hard work and difficulty yes. in because your reward will come later. Mm -hmm. And is there any better feeling than walking back to the car knowing you've reversed in so it's going to be a straightforward? Oh, oh That you've done all the hard yakka. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I didn't, I didn't do that. More parking later. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Um, got an update for you from uh, one is it true? Is, Can I just ask before you do the other? Is it true that if after a meal in India you belt, they have, they have take that as an enormous compliment? I'm not you sure just it's said in it was, India. so I've taken it at face value. Okay, pardon? I'm not sure it's in uh, India that. Oh, is it? Where is it then? Is it your house? Is it just your <laughs> house? No, I'd be. I'd throw them out. I'd Would physically you? throw them out. <laughs> Would you? Physically? Yeah. yeah. All right, just um, so you know. So here's another update. Frank, there is free parking on Whitstable Seafront. There's also a lovely old-fashioned cafe with sumptuous sea views. That's the Mike. owner. That's what the text from the owner. <laughs> yeah, that's Mike. right. Ah. Mike, he says. Well, I, um... No, that would have sure. all been used up. Bear in mind, we didn't get there till about three. Oh, You know, I have a radio show that. to do. Nobody told us that. Rachel tweeted to say, I live in the centre of Whitstable, and I always find a space. Yeah, but what? However, however, hold your high horses. Okay. However, I always have a sigh of relief when parked. Oh. Well, it is lovely. And I'll tell you what was the extra treat, is because I was with the family, we, had, we took a while to unload oh, yeah. once I'd parked. So we had three different people oh. slow up and say, are you uh, arriving oh, or, are you, or are you people. going? Yeah. And I had the pleasure of saying, no, no, we've just got here, sorry. So much fun you just spent the whole day by the car fielding <laughs> other people trying to get It made me realise that I would be perfectly OK being the person who says, I'm sorry, there's no more room in the lifeboat. <laughs> <laughs> Has that only just dawned on you? Yeah, exactly. No, I, yeah, I thought I might struggle with it, but no, I'll be fine with it. Frank, uh, what about when I found a parking space, brace yourselves, right outside the gates of London Zoo? No. That's... <laughs> I was king of the world. That's it. So you king can, of the world. You can have those lucky breaks when someone mm. who got the really good space has just gone. I mean, that is... People were pointing at me going, look at that woman. <laughs> that they couldn't me. believe it. Apes. There were great, great apes pointing at her. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I parked outside the Royal Albert Hall for a big concert. I just got there and somebody was... the 70s, driving to the Royal yeah. Albert Hall. <laughs> somebody was just tootling away as I got in, just straight outside. Really? Oh, well. I remember that. That was that was 15 years ago. If you've got any still stories about bed. parking you've enjoyed <laughs> in the past... <laughs> Your best part. 12.50. I best think it's the best texting we've ever done. Yeah, I do as well. You David know, I did a Baddiel. parallel park on my street with my mum and my wife in the car and I said, booyah, which my <laughs> daughter says all the time. 
I didn't even realise that I was in the car with other people, but I'd nailed the parallel park and I out loud. <laughs> Booyah. Yeah. <laughs> it takes confidence. You see, David Bedil drives a lot, I find. And, and I always laugh at him for this, because he drives into the centre of London all the time. He drove to the BAFTAs, which I find extraordinary. Well, it's a combination of confidence and not wanting to pay the cab fare. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't know which is the greater pull of the two, but I have my theories. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Talking about parking this morning. Well, on no, we would, that was one aspect of my trip to Whitstable, is that it took a long time to park. Well, but I made it. It's an aspect that the people have picked up on, I think it's fair to say. Yeah. Am, am I being applauded? Um, yeah. Well, yeah. Nationwide? Well, people are joining no, in. Not the first time you've asked that question. People <laughs> no. are joining in. Zero three two has texted when I went to see Ramstein with my dad. Oh, what a Frank's favourite. in America. America. Come on. Oh, the case turned into Dracula, Ramstein. <laughs> listen to this story. We managed to get a parking spot underneath the covers of the O2 <gasps> next to the tour bus. Shut up. What? That you, surely you weren't supposed to be there. I bet, I bet there's a space. There's spaces everywhere. That Ramstein you, you played the O2. <laughs> yeah. Really? That's the bit of this story that you think is impressive. There must have been Indigo Bar. <laughs> I don't know who Ramstein are. Ramstein are a sort of German thrash metal type One of, uh, band. One of Jonathan they? Ross's favourites. Wouldn't they be FYI. in the big room then? I'd like, might be That's not that much call for the it these room. days. That oh, kind of music, know. is there, Frank? Let's be well, honest, it's I'm you and Jonathan Ross listening <laughs> and that's it. That's it. And I don't think either of us went. <laughs> no wonder he parked next to the two of us. <laughs> It's not like you've been <laughs> conspicuous or anything. You Jonathan in a canary yellow suit. You haven't gone far to walk. The gig was on the tour bus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, OK, well, that's... What a result, that is. Isn't it? Um, I mean, there are more people texting in stories of successful so parking. But well, what about... No, well, 538, hi, guys. Not sure about guys, but anyway. Uh, um, I'm re-parking. not sure about hi. <laughs> <laughs> is it a legal hi, or...? <laughs> I think that is a legal high. Yeah. Okay, fine. He's texting a radio station. Hi, guys. Reparking. My friend. Re, I-, I like you. Say, so he's, 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 clawed, he's clawed it back. <laughs> he wasn't anticipating a comprehension <laughs> exercise for his no. email, but there you go. Reparking. My friend and I drove to Manchester one Saturday for an evening out clubbing. Oh, I'm getting the picture. Legends. Mm. Uh, and couldn't find a single car parking space after driving around the circuit for one hour. Oh. Good use of circuit. The horror. We found a car park with two spaces, but it was only open until midnight, and to no avail, as we intended to stay at the club until 2am. At least. <laughs> Hence we gave gave up and drove back home. No, and had a takeaway as well. Oh. And even had to top up petrol on the way home as we'd wasted so much. That's from Julia in Dale Hall in the Midlands. See, I think the sec- secret is that you can park a little bit out of town and walk in, and it's deaf, it's absolutely desperate. Yeah. Anyway, I also did something I haven't done for, oh, 15 years or more. Oh, I played tennis. Ooh. Did you, Frank? And I'll tell you what I did. I hit this ball. Now, now you one of you will know the rule on this. I, yeah. hit, I, I hit this mighty lob into the sky mm-hmm. it went up it bounced just about six inches over the net yeah and then it came back and landed on my <gasps> side oh now we had a bit of a debate about whether that was my point or not so did it initially bounce in the opponents it bounced so- over there and then it came back 
to me. Now, I thought, if I can do this on a regular basis, I could beat anyone <laughs> in the world. Sarah, 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 on Sarah, the show. Sarah, who Sarah look, who's working on the show today. Who looks like a bit of a tennis buff, and, sh oh, she is. She's saying no. What, what's that? It's got to touch the racket. So if it's not hit his racket, then he, he's fouled. Well, it hasn't got to touch the racket, has it? Mm -hmm. What about an ace? Well, then, because you've won the point. <laughs> yeah, so you have won the point. Yeah. So Frank has won Does the point. Does that mean I've won the point if it doesn't touch his racket? Yeah, if it bounces again I'll before... you. <laughs> <laughs> OK. Um, well, I, I think, honestly, I, I, could beat, I could beat Nadal if I can do that on a regular basis. Just do basis. really high yeah, you could. Don't call him Nadal. <laughs> <right. laughs> What's like, his name? If you're playing him, don't call him, hi, Nadal. What's his name, it's then? Nadal. Oh, for goodness sake. You could call him Rafa if... Uh, I love the days when he'd have just been Ralph Nadel. <laughs> <laughs> you know that what I mean? Doesn't exist. Terry it's not his name. <laughs> no, but Terry Henry, because we used to anglicise names in the Terry good old days. <laughs> now we have to go. <laughs> 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 Jose, <laughs> Joe Mourinho, he would have been. Oh, I don't know. Don't get me wrong. I'm all for uh, the uh, swapping of nationalities across the globe. Mm. But you know. When in Rome, let them call you what they want to call you. Every Indian bloke I knew in the seventies was called someone like Fred or Dave. <laughs> <laughs> they just couldn't be bothered. They couldn't be bothered. Put the music on. They couldn't be bothered to on. explain the real one. <laughs> You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. Uh, I'm not sure we've got absolute conclusive answer to your uh, tennis question, but two four zero has helpfully texted. I'm sure that tennis query works in table tennis. That's mm. it. That's <laughs> okay, but it hasn't really answered it, but it's well, good to know. We've had an answer. It's good to know the two worlds haven't completely di <laughs> become diverse. <laughs> My boyfriend, who is, you know, um, something of a, a boffin, uh, he knows about this kind of stuff. He says it is definitely your point. And Sarah, we've established on the show, is a qualified uh, tennis coach. And she didn't know. <laughs> didn't, didn't use she had to Google it. Use the Google without. Um, I was playing tennis <laughs> with a tennis says coach. It is Frank's point. In that case, I could be anybody in the world <laughs> if I could do that on a regular basis. <laughs> you couldn't. That's the if. That's you the couldn't. If, I could, no, I couldn't. I, of course, I could. If. Because how could <laughs> they possibly? <laughs> how can you beat someone who hits the ball and it bounces back over the net? It'd be like the Fosbury flop. You know, somebody <laughs> does something yeah. who changes sport forever, like the reverse sweep. <laughs> Reverse sweep. Yes, it's What's something that? that Sooty told me about. It's absolutely disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you couldn't constantly recreate thing? that shot every single time. Do you think people might catch on to what you're doing? No, but if I, I've never worked at no one's ever worked at it. Now I know I can do it. All I've got to uh -huh. do is have half an hour on the court. I could be caught, I could win half Wimbledon. Half an hour. Half an hour. Well, it might take longer than that. Who needs the 10,000? Just half an hour will do. <laughs> yeah, but because I've got a shot that basically ruins the game. Yeah. That brings me endless victory. I wonder if they've ever encountered that. I'd like be things. paid off. I bet I'd be oh, paid one, off by the national tennis. You'd be paid off, Frank. <laughs> I would. Who's <laughs> just going to spend money on that? You Wait, where's, that. Where are FIFA when you need them? <laughs> <laughs> if they were running tennis, I'm sure I could make millions out of this. They're just paying me not to play. I love the idea that they bother paying you Because I'd ruin it. I'd ruin tennis. <laughs> the <laughs> other person would just be standing. They wouldn't even take their trackies off, the other person. Well, here's the thing, though. How's it going to start? Let's imagine that <laughs> I'm a world-class tennis player. You're playing me. Okay. So it's your serve. Let's say it's you Ralph serve it Nadal. To me and I crack it back. And okay. then you absolutely welly it up into the air, do you? <laughs> That's it. It bounces in my side of the court. And then it's over. And then it's back over to your my side. My point. 
<laughs> what's your problem? What's complicated about it? What if I run in and just let it? I just nudge it back your it's way. It's not as easy as um, it, you know. It, it bounces <laughs> and it's over the net. I don't think you realise the difficulty. Once once it's gone back over the net, it gets very. They right. don't normally have to cut. We play in shots the other side of the net. Do you serve underarm? Right. I bet you do. I like. do not serve underarm. Okay. <laughs> oh, wow. Certainly not. <laughs> I wish I'd uh, gone in for a bit of underarm about third third serve in because oh, it really? smelt terrible <laughs> <laughs> on the upward stroke. I, 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 I serve with the flat hand. That's, oh. that's something a tennis coach. Because I used to throw the ball in the air, it used to go a bit wayward. Mm -hmm. Now I don't really throw it. I put it on my flattened palm and I just push it into the air. Oh, nice. And then I, I then I hit it like there's no Tamara Beckwith, <laughs> and uh, off it goes. There you go. Tennis tips. <laughs> Get everything in this show. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So um, the, the whole day, uh, the, the whole seaside experience culminated with a barbecue on the beach. Oh, oh disposable that you'd taken with you? Oh. No, no. Um, we we dug a hole and filled it with wood. And made a fire. Made a fire. And you oh. were recently accused of serving underarm at tennis, and now you come up with this macho story. Just a well, it was, and to be honest, I was. I was, when I say we did it, I mean I was there when it happened. <laughs> <laughs> what is yeah. it about men and barbecues? Went to Whitstable with Bear Grills, did you? Is that's that that's going to be uh, my opening line <laughs> for my new tour. When you start, what is it about men and barbecues? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's but good. Why do men get obsessed about these? It wasn't just men who were there. In oh fact, come on! In fact, one of the main perpetrators was uh, a thirteen-year-old girl. <laughs> Perpetrators <laughs> of the barbecue. See, they I wasn't know. Wasn't suggesting to do it. there are any crimes committed. I no, but because they live near the beach, they know what you do. You dig the hole and mm. then you light the fire, and then uh, you can just fill it in with sand after and nothing. You know what I mean? You haven't done any. Right. You haven't left mm. anything ugly. Um, but I had. Um, it, I tell you what was really what was a fabulous walk down memory lane. Waking up on on Sunday morning with smoky clothes. I thought you were going to say waking up on the beach with your clothes still on. I'm not being rude. No. But that's a walk Outdoors. down memory lane. <laughs> yeah, it was my clothes bobbing up and down on the sea. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. You know, waking up with smoky clothes used to oh. be the absolute oh, yes. standard thing before yes. the smoking Awful. bag. Yeah. I hated that awfulness. Oh, but the barbecue tang is lovely. Yeah, yeah. but and also, what is. There must be a technical explanation. For um, for the fact that wherever you stand next to a bonfire, yeah. the smoke yeah. is coming at you. That could be the Skinner effect. <laughs> that could be it. It's like it's like I'm a smoke magnet. Yeah. If there is oh, such yeah. a have you noticed it? Wherever you oh, go, people... the smoke comes after you. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I had five sausages. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> Lovely. And um, cooked. One of my favourite stories you've ever told. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose with your uh, history of eating raw sausages, the barbecue holds no peril oh, for no, you. I don't care. <laughs> like that Frank has bothered to tell us that he had five sausages. <laughs> well, I, I remember. That's right appetite, five? <laughs> I'd had four. And Did you I have thought... any burgers as well, or just No, no, I, I, Alan, I, had other I was stuff, just but... want to get to the bit where he nearly had four, because this <laughs> is really <laughs> exciting. No, I had four. I Please had four. don't let me miss this gold. And I, I, I could have done without the other one, but then I thought, you know, I'm going to go for the complete hand. <laughs> 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 a hand of sausages. I love the idea of, of eating them out of a glove if I'd known I was going to have five. There wasn't were a chipolata there, you could have had as a thumb. Were they the oh, skinny the skinny fit ones? Or the no, these ones? were proper. They weren't those. Five of those? Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Good for you. 
Are they good for your sausages? Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 I hadn't heard that. I must admit, that's one <laughs> of those one of those crazy health things. Yeah. That's no, complete. Absolutely. I'm not the... a proper doctor, but you can take it from me. They're good for you. But when you have a sausage on a beach, you really feel like you've cheated nature. Because it's all sand and water and it's all natural phenomenon. And then you've brought in that, that thing that man has done to nature. Mm-hmm. Is you've taken an animal and made it into a neat little package for eating. Perfect. Oh, lovely. Okay, you can condemn the human race. You know what? We're pretty clever. <laughs> Skinner, Dean, and Cochran together. The Frank Skinner Show. Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Text the show. Some have. Some will do. On eight twelve fifteen. Follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio. Email the show via the Absolute Radio webby. Um, and we have we have got various textings running, haven't we? Like, um, tell us your stories about how well you've parked at some point well, in your life. It's not how well you've parked. It's when you get one of those parking spots that you just shouldn't get, when God has smiled on you. It's worth it, isn't it? Just oh, puts, when you're so adjacent. Puts a spring in your step, doesn't it? You walk an inch it's taller. the best thing ever. Anyway, we, uh, we have news of a friend of the show. I think he's a friend of the show. Uh, Sir Elton John. Ah. Not, oh, not yeah. newly knighted. He's, uh, he's a long time. Um, he, uh... In tracksuit or stage wear? At stage wear. Okay. Stage it's wear. one or the other, really, he was, isn't it? He was not OS. White, he hasn't gone for the white shell. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was, uh... I love him in the white shell. You know what I like? I like when he's angry in the white shell. Oh. He's not a stomp in the shell. The white shell and the box fresh well, trainers. Well, he did get a bit angry, but he got angry at, um... I suppose he got angry at a bossiness. It's, it's hard to know who's the most wrong in this story. Um, he likened a steward at one of his concerts... In Gloucester, to, yes. ...to Hitler. Hello, Gloucester! <laughs> ..as she tried to stop crowds from surging forward during the gig. She, uh, like, she was saying, don't go there, and he said something like, you know, it's not China. <laughs> if they want to enjoy the music, they can. Let them get on with it. And then he compared her to Hitler, which makes me think he's got a terrible grasp of history. Yeah, China. No, what and he said Al, was, "You put a uniform on, and you think you're Hitler." Yeah, as if Hitler is some behavioural standard to be aspired <laughs> I know, to. I never. He has never <laughs> sounded more sixty-eight years old. <laughs> That's exactly what old people say to people like traffic wardens and stuff. Yeah. Oh, get a uniform on. Yeah. <laughs> also, you don't um, see many bits of footage of Hitler in the high vis vests <laughs> where he's dressed like a steward. No, you? he was. I wouldn't say he was low profile though, by nature. No. The problem and, uh, with it was that they. But, were... then it, but then it. Hold on a minute. He oh. said, "You think you're Hitler, but you're not." <laughs> As right. if News it flash. would be all right if it was Hitler. <laughs> I, I, you know, I'd take that from Hitler. Well, he seems to be saying, "Yeah, you've got a long way to go before you reach those heady." Also, can I point out, Hitler was brilliant at crowd control. <laughs> yeah, and he was. Right. Actually, that was his specialist area. And he was actually very pro people putting their hands in the air. He was. Well, but yeah, it was all. It was. Like, it was. It was <laughs> essential. Can you not edit this podcast to Frank saying Hitler was brilliant? <laughs> that would be good. Um, I think also, well, this problem seems to be that the um, the people in the cheaper seats were moving forward, weren't yeah. they? Yeah. Because yes, they, they did that. It was meant to be a seated gig, wasn't it? What yes. happened is people, you know, they did that thing, the band comes on stage and then they go and they want to stand at the front. Mm-hmm. When you say the band, one man in a sequin jacket. Well, no, I'm oh, sure he had, had, a, he had a band with him. The Birmingham Grandmother Hair. But when we saw Sir El- when they saw Sir Elton, mm-hmm. they raced forward to the barriers to stand. Well, you would. And the people who'd paid a lot of money to sit at the front couldn't see anything. That was that's what happened, basically, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
I mean, so, the one uh, who's emerged unscarred is his actual mum, who had a look-alike round. So it's totally <laughs> fine for her. No problem at all. <laughs> yeah, true. Well, she, um... I have to say, the China thing as well. Yeah. A couple of weeks ago, I would have, mm. would, wouldn't have even registered with me when he said, we're not in China. Yeah. But um, I heard a rumour this week that West Bromwich Albion are about to be bought by a billionaire Chinese person. Oh, yeah. And suddenly, I've taken a much more liberal attitude to their <laughs> entire civil rights record. <laughs> <laughs> I've thought, you know, it's difficult. It's difficult controlling that many people. Sometimes, you know, you have to have the, yeah. the iron fist in the velvet cloth. <laughs> <laughs> It's amazing, isn't it, what changes the opinions as life goes on? Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. 619 has texted, Perhaps China will force all their citizens to be Baggies fans, one billion plus at the Hawthorns. We couldn't hold it. Going to need <laughs> a bigger stadium, that's a good it's set. A, it's up about 20, 28 and a half, I think we can is handle. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, but, you know, well, they'll be welcome. You always see them at the old... Uh, Liverpool games, Man United games, the South, uh, the South Asians. Yeah, spend a lot in the shop, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> well, come on, you know this is come business. On. Well, it's business. <laughs> Unbelievable. It's all for the good of the club. That's what it's all about. Okay, well, should we go to email corner? Yes, I think we should. Hurry. Okay. <laughs> um, let me see if I can find the the damn thing. <laughs> Oh dear! You know, Here I we go. Have to read Here the emails because Alan had absolutely lost it. Here we go. Hold, okay. your, hold, hold yourselves in. <laughs> Tremendous stuff. Okay, do you want me to read the emails out? Okay, <laughs> we've lost Alan temporarily. <laughs> um, someday in the Lindor chocolate factory in Cologne, it was great and well worth a visit. Top tip: go in the afternoon. And it's not busy. Yes, Sarah, no, in, no, in ca- men- no mention of the shop, fortunately. In case that's from um, Sarah, who loves the show. <laughs> yeah, in case uh, some of you are thinking that this is um, a, a, a communist code that's coming, I should explain that I went to Cologne yes. recently to see the cathedral with some um, some of my comedy colleagues, mm-hmm. and we were going to go to the chocolate factory, the Lindor, and 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 the guy, the actual guy who, dr- who drove the chocolate express. Who to take us there? Said it's it's a bit busy, <laughs> so we didn't go. Uh-huh. And now it turns out if you go in the afternoon, you're all right. <clears throat> but a Sunday afternoon. Yeah, the, Sunday afternoon. We you might have. not have been there at the right time. You know, my did I ever tell you my mother used to work in a chocolate factory? Did she? Mm, she worked for Bluebird Toffees. Do you remember those? Oh, I do. And then she worked at a cake factory. Yeah. Right. And then she worked in a fish and chip shop. Oh yeah, Lovely. she had a plan, didn't she? If you yeah. think about it, it was it was bringing stuff home to feed <laughs> yes. us. Yeah, she remember. I remember she brought home. She had a plastic bag. She brought in quite a big plastic bag. Yeah, and she and she got in and she emptied it onto the turkey plate. Now the turkey plate only came out at Christmas normally because it was the biggest plate in the house. You mm-hmm. can believe your eyes when you yeah. saw. <laughs> and what it was was an enormous. I'm going to call it a wodge. I don't even know if that's a word. An enormous wodge of marzipan. 
Ooh. It was like a mar. You know that bit in Close Encounters when he <laughs> when he makes uh, he makes the mountain out of mashed potato. Mountain, yeah. It was like that. Oh. It was there. I would say it was there for six weeks on the table. When we walked past, we'd just have a bit. Bit of marzipan and then on just we break there. a bit off it gra- gradually. I remember my mum and dad having an argument that was sort of partly muffled by jury even in the very like white heat of the row. They both had a bit of marzipan. Yeah. So, um, it, you know, that's the thing when people say if you work in a chocolate factory, mm. you, you'd never eat chocolate. Mm. It's not true. You eat more because it's free, and that's what human <laughs> beings we are like. We had some chocolate this morning, but more of that. Lovely. We have, on. yes. I was sent some chocolate by um, a company called Divine, who, who do the, they do the fair trades, so mm-hmm. we can eat it with... Uh, I know Daisy won't like this, because Daisy, if you noticed, is slightly obsessed with the Lindor. I bet she's been to the one in... Oh, is she? she? I was in. I was in my oh, management no, company the other week. Yeah. And they had a, a large bowl of the Lindors. And those are the red I, ones, aren't they? I went to take one. She said, "No, no, don't have, have those." <laughs> she have, didn't have one of the have the hazelnut. They're the nicest. She <laughs> didn't. That's so sneaky. Isn't and it? she also every Easter without fail, she brings in a Lindor bunny. Oh, yeah. I yeah. think, like she George knows. Clooney, she might be an international <laughs> brand ambassador. Yes, yeah. yes. So we'll, we'll, we're looking into this. Don't worry. We've got all sorts on staff. Tennis coaches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. The Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio. We are still in email corner. So I'm going to continue. And this email is from Pat Lyon. Okay. Page 63. Oh. She, she would be with that name, to be fair. I hope, she's all, I hope she's all right with the reading out her age. I suppose so. Well, mm. don't include it. I never do. <laughs> Hi, Frank. I saw you on Celebrity Squares the other week. She's 63. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the demographic, do you think? Um, I'd the squares? Probably. I enjoyed it, though. Centre Square, as I say, the ultimate accolade. He also sent a square. Mm. And you stated, one of the things most people don't know about you is that you switch the shower off whilst having a lather. Did you say lather or lather? lather. I see, OK, maybe I should say lather. I think the word is lather. I is don't it? think it's a north-south thing. I think it's just Well, that's why lather. imperial leather is a pun on imperial leather. I don't know okay. if it is, but let's pretend, let's pretend that it definitely is. OK. Just, just a brief resume. What okay. I do is I get in, turn the shower on, get wet, turn the shower off, soap up turn the show back on again to rinse. That's mm-hmm. my method. We had a lot of people discussing that it was like a, a military thing or a I think Navy the, na- the Navy do it to yeah. save water. Like, mm-hmm. they don't have plenty of water around. Mm. Mm. <laughs> anyway. You don't want a squid coming out the <laughs> pipe. <laughs> so Pat says, I thought this was very commendable, saving water, mm. the earth, and my water bill. Oh. Just went a bit 63 years old at the end. <laughs> she went, teenage, teenage girl doing project, 63-year-old Sadrian. <laughs> So I thought, I'm going to do that. I'm having that. Yeah. When thoroughly wet, I turned the shower off. I'm loving this story. Yeah. Mm. And proceeded to lather. Good. good sounds work. wrong on my, on my no, voice. No, it sounds fine. Humming My Chandelier, which is one of my favourites at the moment. I don't know but it. Thoroughly, no, I mean either. I know that. It's a good song. Who is it thoroughly, by? Is it, uh Sia, is it? Yeah. Thoroughly oh. covered in suds, I tried to turn the shower on again. My hands were too slippy to turn the knob. And I had to get out of the shower to dry my hands. Are you with me so far? Yes. I opened the shower door, but having forgotten I'd adjusted the shower head, which faces the shower door, to its highest point, 
turned the shower on again for it to warm up. Consequently, I'm now mopping the bathroom floor and walls where the shower has showered everything in sight. My point is, I'm not feeling the love for you today. You are either telling porkies, God forbid, or being famous, you just shout and someone comes and turns the shower back on for you. Please tell. I'm saving up for a wet room, but by the time I have enough money, I'll need to be wheeled in. That's Pat. Okay, well, well, Pat, I, 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 I speak of sooth. I can tell you. Mm-hmm. I realise now, as I as I hear this, that what I've I don't I have hear this. I don't have like a dial that you turn. I have a little lever, mm-hmm. so I'm able oh. to. Um, I actually I use my little finger on it. Come to oh. think of it, to turn the lever to turn the water back on. A bit like one might um, pull a fur killer. A what? Yes. A wishbone. Oh yeah. Are you one of the? You'd agree with that because I have seen people do the wishbone with their strongest fingers. No. Oh no! That's you can't do that. So wrong. No, that's like googling, Frank. Well, it's like mm. you, I think you're trying to retain control of something which is all about randomness. You know, it's about magic. So you have to use the little fingers for yeah. that. Yeah, mm. total agreement. Excuse Good. me, Nick Picton has said uh, lather, as in rather. Yeah, I think for lather you, lather as in rather. I think <laughs> lather as in. I wonder if it's a North South thing. Anyway, I think sorry, it is a North South thing. I think yeah. you probably should say to be true to your roots. You should say lather. Yeah, like bath. <laughs> I used um, hotel flannel by the way last weekend <laughs> to turn the shower back on. No, to to, to clean myself. Are we talking myself. about parking again? Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, I've got some texts on parking. Don't worry. I about like that. using a hotel flannel. Why do you like using a hotel flannel, Frank? Well, you know, you you you're not the one who has to clean it. Uh-huh. And also, because at home you're doing loads of laundry, it I just reckon, gives yeah. you a bit. It gives you a bit of distance from the job, <laughs> bit of objectivity. You know what I mean? <laughs> Suddenly, it becomes a straightforward cleaning job. It just, ha- you know, the fact that it's you is not a I would never there. use yeah. a hotel flannel. I, really? I agree with the sentiment. Don't know who has we been there previously? Could have been the Yankees using that. They're, they're all boiled uh, once every six months to save the planet. Trust me. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. I am always looking for a just helpful rule of thumb to identify uh, what I would call the not we. Oh, yes. You know, people you think, oh, they're not. Oh, you mean people? Yeah, people who aren't not, not. I just, you know, I. Not to be avoided exactly, but maybe if there is a lifeboat decision, they're the ones that's not going to get on. <laughs> I believe it's called NQOS, isn't it? NQOS. What's that? Not quite our sort. Oh, oh okay. That implies a snobbery, actually, which I don't think you're suggesting. It's more just not like-minded. Not we. Really, yeah. Yes, exactly. Oh, I get not there really, is a. Yeah, not it, really makes sense. It com- to me. There's a um, Doctor Who episode called Kinder, and I think in there the. Um, the the other people the people mm. on the other side are called the not we oh okay mm-hmm. by the way incidentally I received a, can I say a free book this morning called the Drostens wow. Curse which is a, a Doctor Who book by A L Kennedy has written a Doctor Who book excellent when you get a free lovely shiny hardback not even a free one but I mean I think I paid for one in, about eight years ago uh-huh. and uh, oh I can't wait to get in there. Oh. I might, I might read a bit in the car on the way back. What about that? What of excitement? <laughs> anyway, chocolate, free books. It's all going your way today, isn't it? Don't read in the car. You'll feel ever so sick. Oh no, <laughs> yeah. But it's hard, to, you know, when you got an. Uh, well, exactly. New, Tell me about it. When you've got the new Doctor Who book, new book. <laughs> it's not just you that gets some freebies. I got some beard oil last week. Got yeah. some beard what oil. What about what I got this morning? Vegemite chocolate. Anyway. 
Can More I say thank you? We should try the Vegemite chocolate. I reckon that'll be... Uh, um, yeah, we could. I think we should. Anyway, so, um, he, I, ne- I, I came across the latest in my... I think so far we've had cigars, cough links... Aftershave. Pinky ring. Oh, yeah. Pinky, Pinky rings. Pinky rings These are not is actually people, yeah. from Laverne and Shirley, is yeah. who suggested that. But, um, I'm not sure I agree with that. I think it's... My new one is people who say ain't. Is it? Oh, In Frank, that, I'm with you. When, when they say things, <laughs> I'm sorry, but that ain't gonna happen. <laughs> that kind of right, use of yeah, the word yeah. ain't. Because I'd probably say ain't myself, but, you know. Uh-huh. Well, I t- listen to me, that ain't a problem. No. <laughs> No, no, you are not. You are definitely not we. Yeah. I'm sorry yeah. if we've got any ain'ts on, but you can always stop oh, it. Oh, I hate ain'ts. You could choose not to do it. That is. I it have is so many like about that. Things Frank. that people are making decisions to do, though, isn't it? Like that's that's why can it's not I... that bad to say it because they're deciding to say ain't. Yeah. Anyone who uses ain't, you see, my equivalent of that is anyone who goes on about needing coffee. Particularly on Twitter <laughs> or something. <laughs> Hashtag need caffeine. Yes. Or a cartoon of Garfield yeah. saying, I need my coffee. Mm. Oh. And also they'd pretend it's like an addiction. Try the central reservation. That is not an addiction. Yeah. No, true, it's not. It's not a proper addiction. They think it's, it makes them more interesting, though, if they need coffee. Mm-hmm. Do they? Yes, I think they do. I think mm. that is it. It's interesting. I hate coffee. You hate um, coffee. <laughs> You're drinking it now, like. Well, I'm drinking... <laughs> skin- cappuccino. I'm drinking skinny decaffeinate. I'm trying to get at least... Co- I want to yeah. join in yeah, if there's a run. I don't there, want the people to go, go out on a coffee milk. run and I don't have anything. Yeah, that would be rubbish. But, um... You want to get value for money, I couldn't. Why. I can't. The stuff with the caffeine and stuff. Oh. Stuff with the caffeine? I mean, come on! Oh, you know yeah. what? When it comes to coffee and me, it ain't gonna happen. <laughs> It's, uh, it's been a hot week, uh, and I think I saw some people that were not we the other day. I think um, going shirtless in the street or whilst driving oh. a car. I mean, it's oh. driving a car. Driving a car. Oh. I mean, maybe I've got very sensitive nipples, but I think the seatbelt <laughs> would chafe. I really think the seatbelt would hurt you stick me. To the seat. Can you imagine the cock crawl? It's with not no me, is top it? on. It's not. Never mind, not we. It's not me. Driving it's through Manchester. Yeah. It's not what me. I'd like to do. I've know? driven the car with a bikini top once. I was hot. Really? Sorry. No, respect. <laughs> Don't apologise. <laughs> I've driven with no shirt on, and you know the thing you pull out of the um, of the cigarette light, the cigarette oh, lighter yeah. thing. Once yeah. it's cooled down, I've just put that straight in my <laughs> navel. <laughs> stop the sweat. Stop the sweat building up. I, I made that up. That didn't happen. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. M Night. Not Shyamalan, but just someone called M. Knight yeah. has tweeted us. You're talking about non wee, mm. a turned up collar on a polo shirt. Oh, I'm with you on that. Yes. Totally with you. And actually, while Don't we're on. Don't you do that, No, never. <laughs> oh, no. Not at all. Absolutely oh, not having that. Okay. No. And also, while we're on the subject of sartorial decisions, I find. Uh, it very difficult to wear a round neck t shirt with jeans and shoes, like trainers and t shirts. I know what you mean. Maybe a maybe a desert boot with a polo shirt, but that's technically a shirt, not a t-shirt. A desert boot is borderline trainer as well. I was kind of yeah. Uh, now, can uh, I add to my non wheel? Sorry. Yes. Is uh, birthday cards with any reference to alcohol at all? <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. In fact, I cannot my, bear that. No, my not wheel is any reference to alcohol. <laughs> well, it seems like <laughs> I will only drink on two occasions: when it's my birthday and when it's not my birthday. <laughs> What about oh. what about t-shirts to say take take him take me drunk I'm home. 
if found, please return to pub. Oh, I hate oh, stuff Oh, you like so warm one of those, Al. I hate those. I hate those. Um, we've also got a couple of uh, texts in. When I lived in Birmingham City Centre, I always got a space because there's a single car length of single yellow line at a certain road junction that no one ever had the bravery to park in. Right in the middle. Never got a ticket. Pete from Birmingham. Ooh. That's good, isn't it? The thing it? I'm most impressed by is your very hasty substitution of the word yeah. bravery for what it actually said. Yeah, yeah. He uh, he went a well bit done. more parochial. Yeah. yeah. Uh, reparking. If I can't find a parking... This is pr- possibly one of my favourites. Uh, if I can't find a parking space in Gloucester, I double park, lift my bonnet up, take my radiator cap, up, make my radiator cap off and leave a note on the screen saying I've broken down. <laughs> That's excellent. Oh. That's genius, isn't it? I'm going to do that. Yes, yeah, so you just need to put pen and paper in your car and know how to take the radiator cap off. Is that from Sir Elton John? Yeah. He was in Gloucester the weekend. <laughs> he's doing that on his Bentley, isn't he? That's a great idea. I think you could it's get good. away with it. Ooh. It's good, I like that. Um, I just wouldn't know how to open my bonnet, it's the only problem. <laughs> well, I wouldn't either. I could open the bonnet, but I was finding the radiator cap that I would need to... I don't want to <laughs> well, take the Haynes manual What about when the AA park, man comes and he says, oh, can you just start opening the bonnet? And I go, yeah, just a minute. <laughs> and I'm just, I'm just, like, trying to buy time because I don't know how to do it. <laughs> what about I couldn't start my uh, car once and a bloke pulled up very kindly and, and, and he got the old crocodile um, leads, uh, you know, oh, the, jump, yeah. the jump leads and yeah. said, I'll start if it. Where's your battery? I said, um... I had no idea where it was. We looked, we looked. Did you get Tony Walkman? We looked for fifteen minutes. Then he said, "Sorry, I've got to go to work now." <laughs> <laughs> the, the secret is know thy car. That's my advice. Skinner, Dean, and Cochran together. The Frank Skinner Show. Absolute radio. I had a moment this week where I really relished the joy of being in a relationship. I was Ooh. away working and uh, and I was in the hotel and I ordered room service. Mm. Steak. I'd done some exercise. Mm, so, steak. Uh, why not? Oh, you're Favourite so, bar- food. You're so barbecue. Uh, Biggest influence on career, my dad. What you'd be if you weren't a footballer, electrician. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is this the uh, question is this and answers fo- in a football yeah, What drink do they like? Beer? <laughs> no, often it's... Uh, Red Bull and vodka. <laughs> oh, is it? I don't know if they say that in the questionnaires, but steak. the ones I've been out with, that's yeah. what they drink. Well, okay. that's, um, well, I ordered a steak. Ordered okay. a steak. And it came, this hotel was quite fancy. Mm. Um, and it came, you know, when like you've got your portion of chips, you maybe a big mushroom that sometimes yeah. looks oh, a yeah, little the bit. Oh, yeah, the big mushroom. Troubling. Oh, I love the I, big mushroom. I don't love it. I, sometimes it stares at me and I think, I, I, who wants that much mushroom? It's enormous. And it looks a bit, you know, sometimes look the. This one also came with, if you could imagine the size of a tennis ball, maybe slightly bigger, chopped wow. in half, yeah. of roasted garlic, like a oh. whole... Yeah, exactly. Absolutely disgusting. No, I like that. I looked so. at it and thought, oh, that'd do me a lot of good if I ate that, but then I'd really smell at the gig. And then I thought, I'm married and I'm hundreds of miles <gasps> away from my home. Oh. I can smell at the gig, it doesn't matter. I'm only yes. going to speak to hundreds the, of people through a microphone. I'm glad that's the only thing that followed that sentence. And I'll only... <laughs> I'll only speak to, like, two or three people backstage, and I'm not, as it were, on the pull. I'm married, no, so I can so stink great. of garlic. Mm. And I thought, I could eat that whole thing because I'm married. Got about a third of the way through it, and I started <laughs> Googling divorce lawyers, because it's not that nice. You don't want to eat a whole half-tennis oh. ball of garlic, let me well. tell you. But I did. 
I wouldn't eat that. Do you remember sure that it bit? did me a lot of good. Do you remember in uh, When Harry Met Sally, when um, <laughs> there's a couple and Harry and Sally... In the bit that we're talking about? They, no, no. Oh, OK. <laughs> he's <laughs> not going to do that. Please say he's not going to do that. They, they've split up, Harry and Sally, and they go to visit this, this couple they know and talking about their individual... You know, nights looking for partners and stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they tell all these, you know, I went to this bar and I met this guy and I met this girl and all that. And then they go and uh, the woman turns to her partner after they've gone and says, don't make me go back out there. Let's stay together forever. Oh. <laughs> and I sort of, that's, that's how I kind mm. of feel. I've, I've, it's such, I do feel that, it was but I'm not fun, going to be was, a smug married, I'm sorry. No, it's not about a smug married. It's, I do like the joy of letting yourself go when you're in a long-term <laughs> relationship. Yeah. I see you're both embracing it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> this is why I admire the homosexuals. They keep, they keep, <laughs> they keep, go, they keep going to the gym even when they've settled they into really a long-term do. relationship. But I, I think that the marriage thing that will finish them off. <laughs> the temptation, the temptation will prove to you, you see, you'll be a lot more fat homosexuals now married. You see, I <laughs> <laughs> think I oh, forget it. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner. Absolute radio. Well, I'll tell you what we've just been doing. Yeah. Eating tell Vegemite them. chocolate. Yes. Sent veg- to us by Philip Wielden, who's in Melbourne and is a fan of the show. Mm. Mm. Um, you know what? I think it's all right. I think it's absolutely repulsive. <laughs> yeah. We're all different. I did not enjoy it, but I'm not sure if that's uh, the taste or just my consciousness because I realised the air miles that that's travelled the world to get to us and it's just oh, it's too big, much too big much. shout out to you Philip it's kind up. of you ain't, ain't gonna lie no yeah exactly I ain't well, gonna enjoy it well I did enjoy it so maybe I'll take it home well, well you're going to take home a lot of quality chocolate and the Vegemite chocolate <laughs> I'll today. just FYI, yeah. maybe I'm going to take it home means I'm taking all of this home and yeah. hands off. <laughs> no, fine. no, that you, I, I'm, I'm prepared to spread the, uh, the fair trade, mm-hmm. um, but, uh, which is a club I used to go to in Birmingham. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah. Boys, talking well of done. ain't, 453 has texted us. Good morning, team. For me, it ain't going to happen if someone tells me what line of work they're in and then adds... For my sins. Oh. <laughs> 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 he, sa- he goes on, the horrific effect is multiplied exponentially by the length of the knowing pause before the punchline. Oh, yeah. yes, that's a very good point, for mm-hmm. my sins. Oh. Although, couldn't that work if he was like a, a priest taking <laughs> confession? <laughs> well, that'd be up for other people's sins, yeah, mainly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's the twist on it, really, isn't it? I understand. Anyway. <laughs> Alan did that voice, that he does his comedy voice. Oh, I've got yeah. another one here. Sorry. <laughs> Tweeted. Uh, this is from Enrique Pones. Ooh. Just checking that's not rude. No, it's not. People who say, that's hilarious, instead of laughing. Oh. <laughs> yes, I'm not... Uh, what about people who didn't either? They're the worst. <laughs> they are the worst, yeah. Do you know Enrique Pounds? <laughs> I think he's been at a lot of my gigs. No, but thanks for the tip. Okay. <laughs> I can't bear that. People are saying, funny... Oh, really? Yeah. That's, uh, I, oh, that's my, funny. My phone's full of those people, though. That's what comics are like a lot of them, aren't it? That's really funny. Whilst looking stony-faced. <laughs> that's hilarious. Um, anyway, what were you saying, Al? I, uh, <laughs> thank you. I also spotted a downside to, to being in a relationship this week as well. You know, I was talking about eating the whole clove of garlic and really enjoying being mm. married. I, uh, I'm a bit messy around the house. All right, Lionel. And, and there's this bit of, um, yeah... 
there's this bit of our bedroom that's just sort of covered in stuff that I've chucked there, like books and pens and bits of stuff. Really? And I saw a whole load of... That's absolutely terrible. It is <laughs> awful. I saw a whole load of cash there. I saw, like... Whoa! <laughs> Sorry, this sounds like I Shane McGowan's bit. folded <laughs> up... It is a bit messy. I saw folded up notes and some coins. Folded up notes? Was yeah. It <laughs> gypsy horse fair? So... <laughs> And my, my wife was in the house at the same time, but I knew that she was right the way downstairs, so I phoned her from our own home. I phoned her from top deck, and I said, you know this, uh, <laughs> cash by this messy pile that I've got in the bedroom? Yeah. <laughs> like, there's 27 quid here or something. And I Alan said, had counted it, of course. <laughs> I'd counted it, yeah. <laughs> I said, uh... Is it, <coughs> is it mine? Because it's been lying here for a while. Is Didn't it? you check your ledger that you did? <laughs> <laughs> the bedside table. Honestly, this is what she was. This is what she said. I said, "Is it my money? This cash by the bed?" And she went, "Um, oh. yeah." Oh. But literally, I could oh. hear her deciding to not lie to me about my own money. I mean, that is not good, is it? Uh, well, I'm, she can't, I'm a she little did. alarmed by the use of my own money. Well, it was my own money. <laughs> I mean, a bigger man than me would have put her housekeeping up so that the temptation was removed, but instead I've, I've, I've put it down a little bit to punish the <laughs> thought sort of crime. It's an abbey you <laughs> seem to be running there. I think thought crimes, uh, is, you'd have been a great Catholic, I keep telling you. <laughs> <laughs> this is good. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We've had a bit of criticism. Oh, no. From someone on Twitter. I don't, look, I don't have praise, I don't have criticism, that's the deal. We're normally so popular. Okay, too. well, shall I not read it out? Well, I'll go on, read it. I know you've gone this far. <laughs> uh, Chesney w Wold on uh, Twitter says, You're elitist idiots. Yep. But what is what Just because you think on? you're only excluding certain types of posh people. Oh, so is this what's this about people who say ain't? No, I think it's about um, people with their collars turned up on polo shirts. What? Are they posh people? Yeah, they are often He's posh people. I thought they were mods. We sent a clarification. No. Sorry, I meant cliquey idiots. Oh, really? Okay. Okay. I love well, that area in France. I would dispute that, because we've also had an email from uh, uh, someone, John, saying the we crowd. Hi, team. Read the concept of turned-up collars not being suitable for we. Try going to Wales and applying this opinion. Raised collars on polo shirts, a.k.a. rugby shirts, and any other upper body attire is very much vogue, and therefore you'd find yourselves very much being them. Keep up the good professional job you are employed to do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they've really learned not to gush praise, haven't they? Um, yes. <laughs> I, I, I think that's fine. I, when I go to Wales and everybody's got their rugby shirt on, collar turned up, I do feel um, isolated, because I can't do that. Mm. I, I just don't. I mean, I don't like that. I'd still cool. rather you hadn't read any of this out. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> of course you would. I just like Did the you? idea that everyone totally agrees with everything I say on the show. Well, and in life in general. I mean, that's that, makes me an elite, what, Frank, that makes me an elitist idiot, I guess. It ain't gonna happen. <laughs> uh, I guess you're right. It ain't gonna happen in any way, shape or form. No. Spikey, at Spikey, <laughs> says it is what it is. That's a, it is that's a good is. one. What about when people say, um, well, it's like everything, isn't it? <laughs> I always pick up something like a, a, a bottle top and say, well, is it like that? <laughs> you well, do. They, they don't like it. No, it's funny, that. Oh, I'm fine with this. Good, we're all different, isn't it? It's not what you I think. I know, but fine. I don't want to be called... I want to be called an elitist idiot. My, my own hearth side. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'd be fine. No, he's now reduced it to cliquey. Yes. I'd say I'm more creaky. 
to be on. Anyway, of course, he's entitled to his terrible I'd say I'm opinions. cheeky. Um, oh, I'm, maybe I'll quit the show now. <laughs> That's it. What if I quit the show on the strength of that? <laughs> I'm thinking about it. You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. So it's not just me that's had uh, trouble with my wife. There's, uh, there's other people in the news that have got trouble with girls. Let me quote. Let me tell you about my trouble with girls. Three things happen when they're in the lab. You fall in love with them, they fall in love with you, and when you criticise them, they cry. <laughs> yes. Not my words. The words <laughs> of uh, Sir Tim Hunt, is it? A Nobel yes. Prize winning boffin, as a newspaper described <laughs> oh, <him>. love <laughs> <laughs> He uh, he does look like he's about to do a TED talk in every photograph that yes. he's in. He, he does um, have an extraordinary amount of nasal hair. Does he? <laughs> have you seen? Hey, don't you know d- It could form its own philtrum. You'd think somebody with access to a Bonson burner would soon have that out. <laughs> yeah, even, not necessarily on purpose. No, indeed. You know, just by being a, a boffin. Mm. It's an, I, I like the idea, I must admit, of uh, love in the lab. Do you? I, I yeah, thought what happens in the lab stays in the lab. No, that's, that's Vegas. Yeah, do, actually, George, Easily confused, though. George Michael told me that. I <laughs> know oh, that was laugh. Um, <laughs> oh, God. No, but I like the idea of scientists falling in love, because you don't think of that, them doing that kind of thing. No. They're so sort of, uh, you know, clinical and cold. Well, I tend and... to think they're above all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Really, yeah, well, I, I think below. Yeah. I've cried in a science lab in my time, but that's because I left the top off the ammonium hydroxide. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Do you remember that stuff? No. Whoa, it was like football toilet in the 1960s times oh. 50. It was, was it? whoa, really strong stuff. It was stuff. a strong one, yeah. It was the great joy of the chemistry lab was the ammonium hydroxide to see who could cope with the fumes. <laughs> Probably wow. did lasting damage, but hey, you've got to make an omelette. Yeah. yeah. Don't use ammonium hydroxide. That's my advice. That's what do you make advice. of it then? I I feel for him in a way because he did say that he was trying to make a joke. He he said, you See, know, scientists stay away from. I stay away from science. Well, exactly. That's exactly the problem. I think his first two, he was he was going for the comedy rule of three, which for for the readers he who was. don't know, you say two things and then the third involves a change of direction that people are not expecting, yes. so therefore the surprise. So yeah. he said three things happen. It's already got comedy rule of three, hasn't it? You fall in love with them, they fall in love with you, and then he's going for the big surprise. You criticise them and they cry. Ha ha. <laughs> Sounds like no, all my relationships. Not what, not what happened though, is it? Except for people, my present one, may I add. People took it at face value, didn't they? And mm. thought, oh my god, he's he's just convinced that he's surrounded by sobbing women, and that's not. <laughs> I don't think that's <laughs> true. I don't, I don't know. If, did he actually? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I cried a, a little bit at the latest idiots. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> You know, you can be sensitive without being female, let's make that clear. True. Well, yeah, but let's be honest, when I read this, I was absolutely mortified because you've never fallen in love with me, either of you. No. <laughs> Have well, you? Well, no, well, no. You've actually said uh, no. Well, there's reasons for that. I, the women in my life, it's a bit like, you know when you approach the Blackwall Tunnel and it says, please stay in your lane? Mm-hmm. Yes. See, I put, I put women in the friends lane... Mm-hmm. Um, and I used to. I get, got friend zoned. Yeah. 
you got friend zoned. And then I used to, and then I used to, you know, women who I thought were like, you know, we never know. Attractive. No, not attractive. But once you know, once you get to know them and they become friends, it's very hard for them to move Come on, let's not beat around the bush. We haven't had any chemistry whatsoever. Can't move out of friend zone. Well, he's talking about chemistry, surely. That's the whole point. What I, um... I think it's a good thing there's no sexual tension on this show. It'll make me feel ill. Well, I don't know. I think it might give a free song. Do you think he's ever made that joke, though? Can I just move us back a sentence or two? Well, you're you worried, think... ab- worried about talking about sexual tension. <laughs> no. what, what are you trying to hide? No, I just wonder if somebody's ever made a pass at him and he said to them, I'm sorry, I just don't think there's any chemistry. <laughs> I <laughs> really. And then they've looked down and around them. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I bet he didn't so. even make that joke. And if he did, he probably got it wrong. He will now. Yeah. Well, has he, reti- has he resigned? You have to resign, he has, Dave. He has I don't resigned. think he's retired yet. He's had to resign. I think from... if you say anything wrong, it's a shame, really, though. If uh, make a joke that doesn't work and then you have to resign. It doesn't apply here, does it? No, it's never, it's never stopped me for a second. <laughs> it just spurs me on, I'll be honest with you. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We're still, in, we're still in the laboratory. We're still in the lab. We were working in the lab late one night. Until my girls. eyes beheld an eerie sight. My monster from its slab began to rise. Anyway. That would have been a nice job for you. That's Bobby Boris Pickett and the Crypt Kickers. Um, I remembered. Um, they did, I was working uh, in the lab late did, one night. Yeah, what's it called? They did, uh, they did, did the Monster the Mash. Monster Mash, yeah. yeah. Oh, of course it is. The thing I would say about Sir Tim Hunt mm-hmm. is that he's a Nobel Prize winner, so mm-hmm. he clearly knows his onions when it comes to the old science stuff. I yeah. that's what he specialises in. Yeah, but I do enough. worry slightly... That he's resigned, mm-hmm. so we've lost his contribution to the world of science because he made a rather poor joke. Yes. Mm. Sorry, I mean that. I'm a lady, so I'm allowed to say I that. Think yes. We've lost his contribution to science because political correctness has gone mad. <laughs> yes. No, I'm not saying it's that. It's the PC brigade. <laughs> it is. I wasn't saying it really that. Really is the police, as I call them. <laughs> I wasn't saying that. I just think what he is is someone who's not very good at making jokes. Yes. Yes. That's his worst crime. And I love yeah. him for that. Yeah. <laughs> I think he was trying to be honest. I think that was his... He's uh, opened up a whole part. world of the imagination for me. I had never considered for a second that they have love affairs in the laboratories, the scientists. Uh-huh. Yes. And it's the perfect... You know that moment, um, why, Miss Virginsky, you're beautiful, <laughs> when, the, when the glasses come off. It's going to be that, yeah. is it? Why, yeah. Professor Verhart. <laughs> Yeah. You're very beautiful. Please, I don't have time for this. I have to put more cigarettes in the beagles. That's <laughs> all that. <laughs> you love Frank's contemporary view of science. Yeah. That's what it's like, though, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Something electric passed between us. It was a Van de Graaff generator on a trolley. <laughs> it is... Uh... I mean, this show is, has got a lot of female staff, hasn't it? We, um, we're, I, and I think it has affected so, me. So there's a note of regret in your I, voice. No, no, not at all, but it has definitely like had an impact. family of staff. Here's, here's a thing. <laughs> Thanks a lot. That, here's a thing that has genuinely happened, because I work with women that are very much in the friend zone. I like everybody that works on the show, but I don't know I if you remember I thought you were going to say that are Frank. very beautiful or something. Yeah. There was, <laughs> there was quite up. a long conversation between the ladies on the show once, during a record, um, where they discussed that oh. men seem um, hot when they take their T-shirt off using <laughs> oh. one hand and they pull the T-shirt right So I'm, I'm oh, listening you know, to this thinking, that. that's interesting. I went back, I said to my wife, oh, the, the, the girls on the show were saying that um, men seem hot when they take their T-shirt off like that. And my wife went, yeah, yeah, I can get that. And since then, I've nearly 
pulled my shoulder out about five times a day trying to take a t-shirt off in that way and she knows that it's learned behavior as well so my wife's looking at me thinking but you i you know i know that the girls have told you that that's we're keeping this spark alive in your marriage you should be grateful to us or she could be looking at me thinking what a loser you're so trying to be sexy because you've heard that that's a thing that women like you can't win can you no i'd have been better off not knowing frank can't do that because of his shoulder i just can't do it maybe that's how you did the shoulder have you not tried oh it's it's impossible for me nothing's impossible (laughs) no honestly i really really as carl lagerfeld once said how much is impossible well um i i i I had to get my personal assistant to take it off with one hand (laughs) not so sexy I just, you know, she says, skin the rabbit, and I just, <laughs> I put my hands in the air, and it's not, it's not a sexy, I think I have to accept that. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I don't want to wrap up things today without discussing Kate Moss, because she's been up to her, her old tricks, Frank. Mm. Yeah. She, I don't know if you saw this story. She, I did see. Has it, but been I, a silly Willie. Work out if she, what she done. I'll tell really. you what she's done. So she was escorted off. Uh, I believe it was an easy jet flight. I think okay. it was. Alan's the forensic news hound here. Um, could um, have been a Ryanair. I'm not certain. I think it was easy jet. Drinking yeah. vodka. Mm-hmm. Okay. On her carry on. Is that bad? We've all done it. <laughs> Says a lot about your past. Is that bad? <laughs> there is a simple way around this. Don't sell alcohol at airports. Okay. There mm. you go. Sorted. <laughs> Thanks, Mary Whitehouse. Next problem. Um, Although she'd had it in her hand luggage from. She wouldn't town. have got it. Th- she wouldn't have got liquid. If she'd got it from Turkey High Street. <laughs> she wouldn't have got more than a hundred mils of liquid <laughs> through. It's Turkey High Street. I don't know no, that. She's in it's Turkey. Not... She might have gone. I'm just going to go to High Street and get a bottle of vodka for the <laughs> plane. Yeah. I like the idea of Alan telling the Uber driver, uh, Turkey High Street, please. <laughs> um, she also called the pilot uh, an offensive a name. name. Okay. which Absolute Radio say we're not allowed to repeat. Okay. But, it, put it this way, it wasn't what Frank once called Chico, which was Foolish Devil. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> One of your finer moments. But she got escorted off. Yeah. And I've got to say to these celebs, I mean, if you're going to go on EasyJet, it's, you can't behave like you would on your first class or your private jet. This is the thing. What they didn't realise is what that buys them, it's not just more legroom, they are buying that seat for entitlement. So you can behave a little bit like a monster, aren't they? So no, you're arguing that you can actually behave worse the higher up the seat chain you go. Notice I've changed food surprised. chain to seat no, chain. Yes. I, I would that. say that's true. Yeah. I would say that's true, that's yeah. interesting social <laughs> observation there, <laughs> yes. Dean. Based on personal experience, yes. Wow. Mm. This is if you're a celebrity. I yeah. Think most people think, easy jet, you can behave any way you like. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm a big fan of taking on your own refreshments, I must say. <laughs> <laughs> Pretzels, they try too hard. Yeah. What do we gain from the shape of a pretzel? <laughs> Not a lot. What do we gain, if, unless it was just a plain biscuit, it was no different. Yeah. Anyway, I'm, I, I've always thought it's great to take your own food on a plane and, or drink or you whatever. Take a little pack-up, have you got a little sandwich box? Would that, that you, make uh, me a bad person? No, I was just inquiring. No, exactly. Just curious. And also, it's, uh, what I like about Kate Moss is she's a, sort of a major star, but it's such a fabulous... Oh, I used to see the girls in Birmingham with a bit of vo- vodka in the handbag under the table uh-huh. in the pub, just topping up, you know. Yeah. It's cheaper. I do like that, that she behaves like a rock behind. star, though. She really does. They're too well-behaved, these people, now. I, I like that she's still got it in her. I don't think she did much, did she? I mean, when she spoke to the pilot, where was the pilot? 
Was he just wandering about? That's a good question. Let's see. Yeah. Uh... yeah, but don't be rude to the pilot. That's that. That's not. That's not a sensible thing to do. Is oh, it? To hell with a pilot. <laughs> <laughs> and other things not to say when you get on a flight. No, but police meeting her at the at the airport. That doesn't. Can you imagine the police station gets a phone call? Kate Moss has, oh, has, yeah. has, has you know done something extremely minor. Would you like to go and meet her? Call. I mean, if yes. they'd have called me, I'd have gone and met her. <laughs> Off the plane, it's Kate Moss. I bet they were all giggly and woo, yeah. messing, you know, messing about with their walkie-talkies and <laughs> making right falls <laughs> of the self. The you know what men are toys like? Are us, are they? <laughs> no, but you know, men around, <laughs> men around attractive women, they're all, woo, yeah, yeah. they'd be all giggly. Especially they'd be doing attractive women that have had half a bottle of vodka. They'd yeah, they <laughs> thought they had a chance. Yeah, six coppers doing that sort of the madness walk <laughs> along the tarmac. <laughs> Oh dear, pathetic. Skinner, Dean and Cochrane. Together, The Frank Skinner Show. Absolute radio. I'll tell you what I did like about... Because Kate Mosh had been away... Kate Mosh. She'd <laughs> been away um, with friends, hadn't yes. she? Yes, Sadie she Frost yes. and all that. And yeah. having treatments. Celebration of... Uh, her 50th birthday. Oh, God, I yes. bet Grimshaw was watching that thinking, hold on a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Where was my um, invite? Yeah. Remy's um, at everything. Um, but there's a picture of her in stripy pyjamas. Yes. By yes, the pool, on the which Instagram, look I saw great. They do she look fabulous. And I'm a big yeah. fan of the stripy pyjama. Oh, yeah. I know it's seen as a yeah. bit, but I... Well, you I, like I, it in I an Andy Pandy way. I still wear, I don't always wear the trousers, but I, I favour a, a, a stripy pyjama. And, and I tell you what I love, always get the breast pocket. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. What is it for, do you think? The breast pocket? In pyjamas. Oh, I've never really thought about it. Kate right. Moss keeps a little bottle of vodka in there. Oh. I think other people use it <laughs> for it other for stuff. Is it a toothbrush or something? Oh, that's a good in idea. Bed. No, just when you're wandering around doing your ablutions. I use mm -hmm. it for a mag light. Oh yeah! Wake up in the night, hear a noise. You know that, you know that scary shadow in the corner. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. it's just a coat hanging on the uh, door, but terrifying. Yeah. Not once you shine a torch on it, though. Exactly. Yeah, Thank you for that. Less frightening. <laughs> um, I did actually feel for the people that she went away with because it says in the article that she's been um, like a supermodel for twenty-five years now, yes. Kate Moss, and then it said that they'd all been going on beauty treatments together. Mm. Her and these other women of around 50 years old. Seems a bit of a shame that they're going, oh, yeah, yeah, we're all going to go for a beauty treatment. And sh Kate Moss is there going, yeah, I've, I've sort of got enough beauty. I've been at the top of the beauty she thing be. for 25 years. Why she don't you all bored. go for a beauty treatment? I'm just going to suck lemons, and then when we meet back up, I'll still be more beautiful than all of <laughs> oh. you guys. Oh, all right, Sir Tim wow. Hunt. No, that's what she... <laughs> I mean, she's well, been told it. Tim. No, they're all all yes. right for normal women. They're but she's all been right. at the... <laughs> <laughs> oh. But she's been at Except the top of the beauty pile for Except a quarter of a century. I mean, that's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. Yes, no, congratulations. Well, it's nice that we're ending with a tribute to Kate Moss today <laughs> and, and her, her enduring beauty. Yes, respect. A great advert for all young people that vodka <laughs> keeps you looking young and beautiful. OK, coming up is Andy Bush. Not just Andy Bush, but Andy Bush live from the Isle of Wight Festival. Whoa. Oh. Yo, Ali, yo. <laughs> I can see him now, hands raised. Come on, everybody. Oh, Ali, yo. It's got to be... This is what they want, youth. <laughs> anyway, and oh. back here, 
Back with the parents. <laughs> um, yes, thank you so much for listening today, even those, even the haters. At least they joined in. Uh, if the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Now get out. The Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Back Saturday morning from 8. Tune in live for the full Frank experience. Absolute Radio.